Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Talk of My Shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny. Got a very special guest in the building, the homie Jamal. What it do, bro? Bo, bo, bo. <laughs> I didn't know you had a whole Migos song. Yeah, you, you, know you, you got to get the trap shit, get motherfuckers y'all, y'all in. popping out here. Yeah, yeah, you got, got this whole city on lock, bro. Yeah, I know yeah. that. You I was know. body rolling to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show, bro. By the way, I didn't say your last name because honestly, Smart. I've been... Okay, hold on. I've been saying... Guichon, Jamal, that, that, that's, cool. that's dope because it makes me sound like a like a powerful samurai. Yeah, you you sound like, like this is like, like the first black samurai ever, or, Jamal Guichon, or like a really good Hibarito. You feel me? Like you right in between. You feel Hibarito, me? Like, yes. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna go with it. Puerto Rican cuisine with the banana. Oh yeah, toasted yeah. bread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I seem like a banana toasted bread. Yes. <laughs> that's what, what you, the ladies tell me. Well, you was putting on fucking uh, Instagram <laughs> and you got it in your set that. I'm not to put your jokes out here, but you talking of about being, being Dominican and shit. Oh, yeah. You, know, you look Dominican. All right, so so my best friend in comedy, one of my best friends, Jessica Mance, she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. For the first eight months she known me, she thought I was just a Dominican who said nigga a lot. <laughs> I was like, you wasn't going to say nothing to me? You wasn't going to check me? You wasn't going to stop me? She was like, I just thought... You were darker than her, too, though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but you know what? It, it shows you, like, actually, like, my real lineage, like, my my... Great grandmother is from Cuba. Mm. My mom is from Belize. Is as if you know Belize, it's like a country with black people, like Hispanic people. It's like a mix mosh. And my dad's from Haiti. Oh, and it just shows you like it's all the same shit, nigga. Mm. All right, yeah. we all we a couple shades away from each other. Yeah. All right, we all fuck the same bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say here. All right. We all like a fat ass. Yes, all sir. Right? All right. Fat that is, is that the common? <laughs> Commonality here. <laughs> we like a bad bitch with a fat ass. Yes, yes, sir. yes, sir. Everybody, everybody from there agree. We all like rice. You yeah. know, what I mean? different, <laughs> different ways, different chicken, different ways. But we like the chicken yeah. and we like the ass. Yes. All right. And the person who who does the best at the barbecue got some leather sandals on. Yes. No matter your race. All right. No matter your race. <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. Now, uh, I, I, we're, have, we're the reason you're on the show right now. Well, logistically, it was because we just did two shows at, oh, at, at the Comedy to Shrine, back-to-back. Back. So we're fresh off two shows, and now we came straight to the podcast because we don't we don't get tired. You feel no, me? Man. Some Kevin Gay shit, you feel me? We hustling, and hey. we getting it in. And, and, and you have to right now go into overdrive mode because you are shooting your first special yes, sir. on the 4th of July. Yes. Oh, so now, for the people that don't understand, like I know that there's a lot of people that listen to this that are not maybe stand-up comedy fans. A special, you know, is a work of... Uh, it's a video, basically, that, that a comedian, you know, films and then eventually either sells to a network or puts out on his own independently on YouTube or any... You know, nowadays, people have made careers out of putting their own shit on YouTube, like Mark Norman, Sam Morrell. I mean, some of the best, Andrew Schultz, Andrew you know? Andrew Schultz, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, like, I feel like nowadays, you don't need to beg Netflix, you don't need to beg, beg Amazon Prime for a deal. Like, you could just... If you a funny motherfucker, which 100% you are, you're just going to go ahead and put that shit out and the people going to feel it regardless. Yeah. It's like a it's like a song, you feel me? Like, when you feel that shit, it's going to do numbers regardless. Exactly. It's like, you, I think sometimes people hold on to their jokes or hold on to their art because they're afraid they can't recreate it. Yeah, that's and, 100% true. And that and like I told you earlier today, I, I'm not, don't mean to interrupt you and shit, my bad. No, no, you good, you good. But 
when a lot of a lot of the a lot of the times I was every time I was coming around to Chicago, I was doing my same jokes because they were working. You know, they got me the door open at, at most of the popular comedy clubs, so I didn't want to let go of that set. But I know, like I said, you were the person that brought me up to those zany shows. I've talked about those zany shows on here before, so people know that I told and I told you now that I feel like every time you had me on your show, which was the work after Wednesdays or whatever the fuck it was called, no disrespect to that, but I'm just saying like you're on Sundays now. Yeah, yeah, you're on Sunday now. You feel me? But 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 I did that show multiple times. You invited me back the second time, and now you're having me back for your special. But every time I went there, I did like mediocre as fuck, and I, it was just a shitty set. But uh, but I mean we're. We're working. We're we're we're. Uh, I mean, getting better every time. I well, mean, that's right what's now. What's lovely about comedy? Yeah. You guys weren't there, but this 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 is what happened tonight, right? Is too skinny went first. I told my man Ken. There's another Ken. All right. So there's a black Ken and there's a Mexican Ken. <laughs> One of them got to go. <laughs> we don't have to. De- we don't have to decide tonight. We in Two Skinny's place. We in Ken's house. It's, it's not him tonight, but one of them eventually got to go. <laughs> we gotta. <laughs> they gotta duke it out. And I'm talking about with old muskets, like the one shot turn around. They gotta do that whole thing. But I told him put me on a show. So so Two Skinny went first, and I'm talking about the first show. My man smashed. Like went Donkey Kong. He told this story. The story was 25 minutes. Of- <laughs> Of five, like, like five. It's like, and he said it was the first time he told it. Yeah, at the at the APM show. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time he told it at the APM show. And what I love is when I'm on a show with good comedians, they make you better. So mm-hmm. when you smashed it, honestly, he did way better than me the first show. I was like, oh shit, I gotta come back. I'm I'm good too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to I mean, prove. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so the second show, I put that energy and I like said new shit. And that's what I like to be around good comedians. Like, I don't, um, I'm not insecure. I like people who are going to push me. Yeah. And people who have a different voice than me. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I've said it on here before, and I've said it to other people before, like, I'm confident in the shit that I got to say. So I'm not finna throw shade or I'm not finna, like, talk down on another motherfucker because I know what I got to bring. I'm always show love and I'm going to support because I know if a motherfucker funny, I want to fuck with you. And if, and if you know, we do shows together like right now, we can make each other better because I definitely feel you on that. Like the first show, the, I came out first. I felt like I smashed. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, but then... Um, like, and then you did, you know, you did your thing, which, by the way, we don't, like, me as a comedian, I like to be hard on myself. When yes. I walk into a fucking comedy yes. club, I, you are my homie, bro, but when I walk out that club, I want more motherfuckers to dab me up than yeah. you, you feel me? I'm trying to fucking cut your head off. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't want you to be booed, but I, I want, like, I'm trying I wanna to win. I want to destroy you. I want to be the best. I'm trying to bury you. Yeah. And then, the, like, he came out with that energy, and I was like, oh, shit. And, like, like what I told people is, like, like, man, in here, man, and I love to see it. I love to see it. Like, what I told Ken, it's like, bro, you, you it here. I was like, he can bring people. You always got people around you. People support you. And that's a big thing in any industry. When you can galvanize people, when the people support you, like, that's, that's the gauge to me. You know, like, how many people fuck with you? How many people repeat customers? Both shows, you had people come out. Yeah. So I was like, man, um... I'm not gonna let this, you know, like I'm not gonna let this nigga beat me like that. Fuck this nigga. <laughs> yeah, you know and, and I mean? that's you know, exactly like, what happened. Uh-huh. You got into that grind mode because we got two opportunities to do yeah, this: yeah. one at eight, one at ten. 
We, I, bitch, I, actually, I think you set me up, bro, honestly, because you was like, hey, let's smoke this joint in my car. Whole time. I'm a big motherfucker. As soon as I get some weed in me, my energy come down, bro. So we went to smoke a joint in the whip. Then we come back for the 10 p.m. show. The 10 p.m. is a way lighter crowd. Yeah. I'm talking about 10%. Intimate. 10% of the crowd that was there at eight. You feel me? So now we got, I'm talking about 17 tickets, I think is what yep, they sold. Yep. So it's Strong nobody. 17. Just, just, <laughs> just the front, just the front fucking row. You feel me? So now I'm like, fuck. Like I get a little bit insecure because it's like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, I don't know. Yeah, what energy it, do I give them? Exactly. Do I want to be intimate How or do I want to be? do I take this? Exactly, exactly. At the same time, they still pay the same price that the 8 p.m. people paid. So they should get the same or a better show. And it's show. an opportunity to get better. Yeah, yeah. So then I, like uh, this, I pointed at this nigga. He looked. He looked to his friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. So then when we came back for that 10 p.m. show, I went up first, and I mean, like I said, we're not saying we bombed, but we want to kill. That's yeah, the. Yeah, that's what yeah. drives us. That's what drives. I feel like a yeah. good comic is I want to fucking destroy. I don't give a fuck if it's three motherfuckers in here. I want them to be dying laughing. So when I went on stage, I felt like that weed. Fuck my energy up a little bit. And that's on me, you feel me? That's on me. It was a little bit lower, but the story still did well. You know, I did my thing. People laughed at the end. Then you went up. Your story, bro, I swear to God, bro, I was in the crowd. You had me in tears. Real tears were coming out of my eyes, bro. Like, you were talking, like I said, I don't want to put your material out there, but you were talking about a bitch locking up, and you did, like I said, you got physical. You put the energy out there. And that, even if it was only 17 motherfuckers in there, people were dying. And I was, literally, tears were coming out of my eye. When they brought me back up to do my stand-up bit, I was like, I was nervous because it's like, how the fuck do I follow that? You know what I'm saying? So then it's like, I still went up there and I did my thing. Like I said, I felt like both times for the first two sets, I did better on the first show. So then you went up there, you did your stand-up, and then I feel like it leveled up. I was was like, we we, we kind of... We both got better, but this is what you, like, this this is, there's nothing better you can ask for for tonight, right? So we had two shows, we both had fun. We both met people and we both got better. We pushed each other. There's nothing better you can ask for. Yeah. Good audience, different audiences, being on there with a good comedian. I got to see you work. You tried some new shit. Yeah. So the second show, I was like, I got to try my new shit. Yeah. I ain't no bitch. You know what I mean? I wore, I wore my Cuban shirt today. I got my, yeah. chest, I got my chest hairs out. Yeah. I ain't no bitch. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, I got, I, I got to show this nigga too. So that's, that's, that's what you can ask for as a comedian. I think too many people want to be like safe. And like have their back padded, but I just want to be good. Yeah, I I don't want people to tell me, hey, that was good. You could keep it up. Fuck that, bro. Yeah. I want you to fucking kiss my fucking ring. You feel me? Like yeah. that, I, that I, white lady was I, trying to fuck me, and yeah, her, her no, boyfriend was right there. Yes, that's, bro. That's the, that's the measure of a good comedian. Yeah. When she she had the leather pants she on, yeah. she had a tongue ring, the leather pants on, she had yeah. the Karen haircut. Okay, and she was trying to fuck a nigga. She bought bought us some drinks, and I was like, "That's how we know you had a good yeah. show, because yeah. she about to ruin her whole marriage." Yeah, you know what I mean, the mortgage and everything. Yeah, <laughs> over well, some yeah, because right after <laughs> when, when we went when we went back up, because they were feeling you the whole show, and when when we back up, we, we did the drunk we did the drunk riffing, and I was able to kind of. Uh, Give my mojo back, you feel me? I brought the energy back, yeah, yeah. and then I feel like that shit like killed, you know. And I was like, all right, bet like, I could do it in this little room too. But it's just a matter of me bringing that shit. And like I said, working with you, like I'm seeing you kill that crowd in that short amount of time is like, okay, if he can do it, then I can do it. Yeah. And then I went up, and then like I said, in the same amount of time, like 
okay, I got the same fucking energy. Like, we go back to back. And like I said, you, you got to be around good comedians. You can't do the fake, a good, yeah, that shit good. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah. even if it's like, even if your homie rap and that shit trash, if you keep telling him it's good, he going to keep making bullshit. Nah, <laughs> tell people the truth. Yeah. Because it's, it's you, know, you know what it is? It's like, this, this is what I learned over the pandemic, honestly, is with me, like, I feel like I got better as a, she, we got she one audience member that one, came back. Yeah, yeah, she came back. She's loving the joke. She came back from the comedy shrine. Yeah, yeah. She left her husband and she is now, she she's now with Jamal. She got the leather pants on. <laughs> and she asking, she asking about, she asking about black dudes. <laughs> um, but I just feel like, like, you, you can't be scared to, to challenge yourself. Like, a big thing that I worked on during the pandemic that I realized about myself is that I had a, not to get too deep, but I had a lot of anger because I had a lot of fear, right? Like, scared of people, like, how to perceive me. Scared of, like, if I'm going to make it. Scared of, like, if I'm funny. So, like, the most thing I worked on is, like, not being mad just so I can, like, be free. Just say what I want to say. Just have fun. Like, literally have... I've never said any of the stuff I said on stage on that second show. I was just like, I'm going to have fun. Tell these people these wild stories. We're going to have fun as a group. And that's exactly what happened. You yeah, I man. Mean? Like, letting go of that fear. Like, oh, my God, it's going to mess up. Or then they're not going to like it. Like, mm -hmm. fuck it. Let's just have fun. Yeah. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, there's 17 motherfuckers in here. How many people can they tell? Yeah. And he was a fat motherfucker in there and a black dude. They suck. They suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who, who are they going to tell? Right. Yeah, yeah. But, but none, yeah. Of them people, none of them people had social media. You can yeah. tell. All old as shit. Yeah, they were all old as shit. There was one pretty bitch. She, she's <laughs> she's here. here with us yeah, yeah, yeah. in the apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The, the tall, the tall bitch with the leather pants. Yeah. Um, and then, well, yeah, that, that girl. Um, she was too tall. Yeah, she was tall. She was too. She she looked she looked like like William Wallace and Braveheart. <laughs> like 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 she she. You don't remember you don't you don't remember that nigga Bruce? You don't, oh my god, Mel Gibson and Braveheart in the night. Oh my god. She's like, I don't know American novellas. I know novellas. I know those. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah so now anyway you're so now fast forward you know we did these shows together for the people that came out to to watch these shows they got the chance to see myself and Jamal we will be back to back with it again this summer hey. July 4th of July you're filming your special um are you, do you have a name for it yet yeah so the the name of the special when it's released I'm releasing it on Veterans Day I was in the Air Force for um 7 years the military is a big part of my fucking life I appreciate that you know this is my thing about the military is like my whole life I was obsessed with being a hero honestly like I was obsessed like I love fucking comic books me and my dad as corny as it is we used to watch cops my dad was a cop and um so like my whole life I was obsessed with this like vision of being a hero so the first thing before I joined the military I actually went to school to be a kindergarten teacher. What the fuck? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to school to be a kindergarten teacher because this is my thought. I was like, man, these kids, like the first thing they'll see, like the first teacher will be a black man. So that's their perception of black men. You know what I mean? Like yeah, as so a teacher. Yes, they're hero. But nigga, that shit was boring. <laughs> going to them classes and that shit was boring. You, you, you're talking about going to college? Or going you to college. Yeah. I was, yeah, out of high school, I went to college and I was going to you know, like the early childhood education classes and I was just bored, honestly. And I was just like, man, like, to be real, I want to see like how fucking tough I am. 
for real, I want to see if I can lead like the toughest. Like I want to see if I am what I think I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you felt like a. I felt like a. You know what I mean? And like back then, like I know we're super woke and all that shit right now, but the articles and stuff surfacing around wasn't like that back then. You didn't have fucking CNN on your phone like that. So yeah. when fucking the the planes crashed into fucking 9-11, we thought, let's go get these niggas. Yeah. You know, so I joined the military um, off of that presumption. And obviously, now I know at 33, it's not like that. We're fighting a whole bunch of wars for bullshit and yeah. fucking capitalism, whatever. But man, I learned so many lessons from the military. Yeah. You know, everybody's funny to their group of friends. Yeah. Because like, your group of friends look like you. They fucking grew up with you. You have all the same point of reference. But you know when I knew I was funny? This dude that was my boss in the military in the Air Force. Fucking white fucking jack dude from Texas. No neck. No <laughs> You get it. Yeah. No neck. Buzz cut. He got the barbed wire tattoo. Yeah. You get, you, you get it. You of get course. it. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he drinks Miller High Life. <laughs> the High Life. You know what I mean? You get it. The champagne of beers. You know what I mean? And he was like, he would go to the local comedy club. Every weekend with his wife. This is no joke. And um, he would come back. Like, I, I, I worked the first shift in the military. And I was actually a cop in the military. So when I joined the military, I had, I scored better than 75% of the people who, like, took the test. I had every job open to me. But it's like, I'm not trying to be a mechanic or some kind of fuck te- technician. You're that talking about the ASVAB? The ASVAB. It, that doesn't sound fun. I'm trying to be a fucking... Hero, so I choose to be a fucking cop, and um, he was like, "Man, I go to this comedy club every week with my wife," and he's like, "You're funnier than these guys." He's like, "He's like every morning at five a.m. That's when we would get our guns, line up. They'd tell us what you This is what you got to do." And I'd be making everybody fucking laugh at five a.m. Yeah, that's Before, a hard laugh. You know what I mean? That's a hard laugh. That's a I ain't hard... laughing at shit at five yeah, a.m. Yeah, Unless I'm up still from the night exactly. before. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you get in your dick sucked. You know what I mean? And your asshole fingered a little bit. Maybe not finger rubbed. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? You played around the outside of it. The outside. The outside. Yeah, it's like when you get it. You got it. The outside. The outside. The outside. The outside. Um, but he was like, and that gave me fucking confidence. So the first fucking show I did, I went to an open mic. I thought it was an open mic. I go to this comedy club. I thought it was an open mic. It's a competition. And who's in the competition is the local radio host. And Colorado Springs is similar to Aurora. The biggest city is Denver, but the second biggest city is Colorado Springs. You know what I mean? So it's 500,000 people there. It's kind of popping. So the local radio host there, this dude who'd been on HBO... And like a whole other people, and then my black ass first time I go on stage. Jesus. The competition lasts three weeks. I end up taking second place. The dude who took first place, the, the, and the prize is hosting all summer, right? The dude who took first place, white dude, died on a camping trip. Oh, died on a camping trip. I was like, nigga, is that my Haitian voodoo? You know what I mean? Like, did I do that with my motherfucking mind? You manifested yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, He was twenty eight. He just died in his sleep. Right. I hosted the summer. Rest is history, bro. Damn. Yeah. So I won. You know what I mean? I won. He died. That nigga died. I won. And that's life sometimes, yeah. nigga. You know what I mean? Sometimes a nigga dies, and that's what makes you number one. All right. And you gotta accept that shit right now. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> you gotta accept that when the number one dies. You gotta be ready to scoop in. Yeah, I'm you know a number man? one too. What the fuck yeah. is you talking about? I'm a good replacement. Now. I don't even like the cap. I'm a good replacement. <laughs> now, you, <know? laughs> you gotta worry about that, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, uh, you know, I'm gonna be. That, how long ago was this, my bad? So what's funny about me doing stand up is, I started when I was um, 21, April 22nd. I have two kids. My daughter is 12, born on April 22nd. My son is three, born on April 22nd. Different moms. That's also the first day I started um, stand-up. That's also Earth Day. April 22nd. April 22nd. So, like, I I, I did that shit, and then I was, like, on some real shit, it's Colorado. So, like, motherfuckers like that was not funny like how it is here. Every <laughs> every night when you do a show, there might be three niggas on that one show that's better than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? In Colorado, I was the best nigga. So, I was getting a big head. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I was, I was, and I was in the military. I was, I, I was doing my push-ups and sit-ups. You know what I mean? Like, I was you was finna the, get your yeah, dick sucked. No, yeah, matter yeah, no matter what, I'll, I'll, shoot this bitch, I'll shoot this bitch up if I don't. If y'all don't laugh, I'll shoot this bitch up. You know what I mean? Those are your options. So, I was getting a big head. And then I got deployed to Afghanistan. Fuck. I got deployed to Afghanistan like a year after I started stand-up. And then like when I came back, like shit just was not as funny anymore. It was like kind of like, what's the fucking point? So when I got out of the military, I got out of the military like a year after I got out of Afghanistan. And when I first got out of the military, my plan was to open a sneaker boutique. I used to collect mad shoes. I used to have like 200 pairs of fucking shoes. I was going to open a sneaker boutique called Soulmates. The oh, women yeah. and guy shoes. Nice, okay. Right? So I, I get a job at the finish line, and I start taking um, classes at the, the college, like business classes. But I also realized that I was in the military for a while, and I don't really realize how like the world works. So I take a sociology class. Then I'm realizing, like, this nigga teaches me in the sociology class that these sneakers cost like $300 to make. And it's like, they really cost like $500, like $5 with the material. And it's like child slaves making these sneakers. So I'm like, that don't feel good to me. That don't feel honorable to me. That don't feel so like, bro, for like the next five to seven years, I'm searching for like what I feel like is an honorable job. I'm like, yeah. And I'm, I'm realizing there's no ethical consumption in capitalism. Like there's no way I can be a fucking hero with the system we got. Yeah. Like, I, Nick, you know what I tried to do? Nigga, you know what I tried to me, me, what? a villain, a villain. <laughs> what? 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 I, I went to school for psychology. Thought I was about to be a therapist. Jesus, me, you aggressive as hell. Yeah, I'm a manipulator. I'm a liar. I'm a I'm, I'm a bad person. Why would I? Why would I? I, don't, I can't do that shit. So that's why I was like, when I when I turned thirty, like I was about like, to be fucking all the patients. Yeah, yeah. you see me. You see me. She, she, she got a patient outfit on right now. That, that attempted me. You know what I mean? Like, I would, I would have been bad. You know what I mean? So I was like, when, when I turned 30, I was like, you know what? I got a, I found stand-up again. And to me, it's like the most pure exchange, right? If I'm funny, you give me laughter. If I'm interesting, you give me a, your attention. If I'm not, you don't give it. It's pure. And I love keeping it like, I don't want people to laugh because I'm famous or because like, I'm on, I want you to laugh be, or, and be locked in because I'm saying something. I'm giving you a fucking perspective. I want you to feel me. So that's why I love this shit, man. Like, I love seeing different perspectives. That's why you on the, the fucking special. Like, this special, like, you're not supposed to say it, right? But I'm a nigga who loves America. 
I'm an ultimate patriot. Not because I was in the military. When you say you love Chicago, you're not like, I love the police department. I love Lori Lightfoot and her big ass pants. I love all the rats. That's not what the fuck you're saying. You know what you're saying? I love the fact that I can fucking have a gyro and a fucking taco. You know what I mean? And a Polish sausage. I love the lake. Every experience we've I've ever had positive has been in America. I've had a fucking Mexican wife. I've had a fucking black wife. I had an Asian stepmom. I had a white stepmom. Nigga, where else could I exist but America? Yeah. This is the you know, so that, that's why I encourage people to fucking come out July 4th. Can is on it. We got a Mexican dude from Aurora. Yeah. We got a white dude from Philly. We got Jessica's bisexual, biracial ass from California. She's very confused. Very confused. She's all the things. She's too many things. You know what I mean? So, like, that's my fucking take, man. Yeah. That's good, man. That's good. Now, um, I'm, I'm happy to be on this special, man. I remember the first time I ever saw you perform live. It was right around the first f- time I was coming around to Chicago, kind of getting my foot in the door and shit. And uh, one of the first independent shows that I did out there was a show at my buddies. And we, I just got lucky enough to see you there. And you were hosting that night. And I remember, like... Um, I had, I've only been in stand-up three years now, you know, three, four years now. I, like, the first year, I wasn't even doing shit, so I, I only say three years, but I've only done a show three years. And most of the time, the host that's hosting the show is funny, but maybe maybe they are hilarious, but sometimes in the hosting format, mm-hmm. you only get to be so funny because you have a job to do, and yeah. then you got to kind of bump these comedians in and, and get them out, you know, so... You have to be responsible. You sometimes you get the you don't get the creative freedom that you want. But when I saw you host, bro, it was the first time that I had ever seen somebody host where they were just fucking funnier than every comic on the show. Like I remember being like, uh, I, was, I was close to being last, but I wasn't last because I'm, again, that was the first around the first time that I was starting to get into the city. But I remember like I was nervous about you. You feel me? Because again, even though I wasn't that deep in the stand-up, my mentality is always like I want to blow this shit out. The yeah. fucking water, like I want to score fifty I wanna, points. Yeah, I want to let these all these motherfuckers know, like what it is. You feel me? I don't need to be at the open mic. You know, just mm-hmm. yeah, you get yeah. copy. You feel me? You're like dunk on these motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like fuck it, and then just watching. I mean, like I said, I was watching comics. Like it's like it was backwards because when you when you go to a comedy show, sometimes you have to sit through a host's speech in between comics, and yeah, then the next yeah, comic yeah. comes out and they make you laugh. Bro, I felt like I had to see sit in between comics to watch you come out and introduce the next that, motherfucker. So I was like, this dude is a different type of funny, a type of funny that, I, again, I can't be hating on you, but I, I, it's like a humble, like a humble envy. Like, oh, okay, like I want to get like that, him. We're supposed. That's what we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, like that means a lot, man. I appreciate you fucking sharing that with me, honestly, bro. Like, cause this, this is what I feel like. There, I know, and like you're not like, cause we're living in this like white sad comedian era. You don't say it, but I know I'm gonna be fucking famous. Yeah. Three fucking years, I'm gonna be fucking famous. Yeah. But a lion knows a lion. Yeah. I also feel and see in other people's spirits that like. Who else has it? Yeah. Who else has the fucking talent? Who else has, you know what I mean? And instantly, like, I remember that show. I talked to you. You know what I mean? Like, hey, bro, you got it. You funny as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Now we fucking with each other as we should be, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, because it's like, um, again, like, sometimes people come up to you. They're like, oh, you had a good show, da-da-da. But, like, deep down, if you're your biggest critic, you know, like, 
That shit was mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do way better. That compliment don't even mean shit because you're not happy with your own performance. You know what I'm saying? So, I, again, like, just being able to, like, work with you and, like, do shit, it kind of, like... You got to keep the funny motherfuckers close because then you'll never get better if you keep everybody around you. That iron just, sharpens like, iron, bro. Exactly, yeah. So like you said, you got that lion mentality. Like, I, 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 I don't feel bad saying that. Like, I'm going to be famous because you know what? Sometimes I feel out of place because, like I said, I do got a following out here. Yeah. I do got shit popping out here. Like I said, the people that listen to this know, you know, because this is one of the reasons that it is popping because the people fuck with this podcast. So... People follow like, you an hour to Chicago to go see you. Yeah, people... And not, not just a couple people. I've seen this multiple times. Like, you bring a crowd of people. And not only, like, bro, like, they're invested in you. You know what I mean? Like, that's... That, like, when, so, when someone is in... It's, when you make somebody laugh, that's one thing. But when they're like, I'm invested in you. I'm invested in your success. I want to see you win. You fucking... You've won their heart and mind, bro. And that shit is powerful, like bro. That then they then they then they invest in everything you're doing, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it means a lot to me to have people come out. Like I said, even the 10 p.m. show, having a light crowd there. A lot of those motherfuckers came to see me. Like yeah. I said, it means a lot to yeah, me. Yeah, half like, half to 17, nigga. Whatever half of 17 is, I'm not that good at math. <laughs> right. Exactly. 8.3 was there to see me. Yeah. But but yeah, it, it's just a blessing. And like I said. Um, I don't know, bro. Like it's, it, it, I don't really have too many comedian friends. I've talked about this on the podcast again before too. I don't really hang around too many motherfuckers because a lot of motherfuckers move weird, and not to point anybody out or anything like that. But it's just like, it is a fucked up game, and you gotta be a motherfucking killer to get through this shit. But a lot of motherfuckers get caught in the drama. That's why they don't get into the clubs. They don't get into shit because they're just fucking arguing on Facebook all day. So I was like, I don't want to be friends with these people. They're going to get me into some drama because at the end of the day, they're going to leave that shit on Facebook. And yeah. if I see one of these motherfuckers in person, I'm going to slap the shit out of them. And then I'm going to feel like, and then I'm going to get kicked out of then the you're fucking gonna club. you're going to be the weird guy. I'm going to be the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, you can't take a joke. Or you can't. But it's like sometimes y'all motherfuckers don't even be joking. Y'all just be talking shit and, and, and like, oh, whoa, yeah, like. I don't know why. I, I, for example, there was this one time I did a fucking show at a at a out here in Lockport, not too far from here. It was an independent show. I go do the show. I walk in. We're in the green room, right? And uh, sometime, and then this one dude like asked me like, "Oh, you just did Zanies, right? I had done one of your yeah. shows." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I just did Zanies, whatever." Da da da. And then this other dude's like, oh, well, I mean, nowadays they just let anybody up there, right? Mm. And, like, that shit kind of, like, I know what he meant. Yeah, yeah. I know what he meant, you know what I'm saying? And I think you know as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, don't, like, the way he brought it up right then when I got brought up. You're trying to like, throw Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, you done it before? Yeah, yeah. No, okay, then that, the conversation ends That's there. That's all it is, bro. The conversation ends there. Like, I don't got to listen to you, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. And it's just like that's why it's like I stay the fuck away from motherfuckers, like because yes, we are in the same business. But if you don't got a mentality like you, where it's like I'm not worried about how funny you are, because I know I'm the shit too, then we don't have no problem. Because like we we just did two shows. Okay, you gonna do better than me on this one? Watch this. Boom, boom, yeah, boom. Level, and, yeah, and level each other up. Help each other up. We we be fucking around in our and um, when we message each other, calling each other uh. Sp- Flash bros. Flash bros. But that's what it is with Steph and Clay, right? Yeah. One of more motherfuckers score 45. The next nigga's like, I'm about to score 50 the next game. That's what makes you fucking better. Like, I yeah. want I don't care about being popular. I f- care about being good. Yeah. There's some people who want to be celebrities out here, and that's fine. There's some people who want to be famous, but and there's some people who want, I want to be known. I want people to hear what the fuck I got to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. you the same fucking way. And like, that's what 
is beautiful about this shit. Yeah. As I got to sit for a night, hear your motherfucking stories about meth, <laughs> honey bun bay. You know what I mean? I got to kick it with you and your fucking people in your fucking city. And like, that's gonna help me going forward, yeah. nigga. Like, you're supposed to absorb this shit. You're supposed to yeah. absorb a nigga. Like, you yeah, know, and, 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 so and like, then, like, like, sometimes too, like, when I do shows out here, like, I feel like you have, because there's comedians that, that have a specific style, and that style is for specific people. Mm. So, if those people are not in that room that day, yeah, yeah, yeah. that comedy might not work. Yeah. But you and me, I feel like we adapt. We're like fucking cam- chameleon, or whatever the fuck is the animal called yeah, that change yeah. colors and shit. Chameleonaire, riding dirty. Chameleonaire. You want to see me riding dirty? <laughs> hey. But but yeah, so um, like we got to get in that mode, and then when you get in that mode, you lock in and b- throw that shit out the park. So like I said, when sometimes people come see me, and I'm doing these weekday shows where it's fucking eight motherfuckers on the lineup, and we all doing a hot eight, it gets a little challenging to have people because motherfuckers like, damn, I'm only gonna see you for eight minutes, and the rest of these motherfuckers suck. And there's no disrespect to anybody else. It's just that my people have a certain style. And then when that style don't work, it's a, it's a problem. But the thing with our comedy is that if our people are not in that room, it don't matter because our comedy is still going to work if those people are not like our demographic or whatever. This is what I said at the beginning. Like, well, like my boss told me, it's the same thing that you got. It's like my boss told me when, he, when, he, when that dude in the Air Force told me that I was funny, I'm like, damn, I'm funny to a dude who's from Texas with his white-ass wife. You know what I mean? Like, these are not, like, black people who listen to, you know, we love Jay-Z and Rihanna. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have the same points of reference. You want to be funny to everyone. And honestly, I want to make somebody who doesn't like me feel my story. If you black, of course you're going to probably like me. If you in the Air Force, of course you're going to probably like me. I want that fucking dude from Iowa who's a racist to be like, God damn it. I ain't want to laugh, brother. Because, <laughs> brother, that's that's how they call you nigger. Like, like without calling you, you know what I mean? Like, I want, and I want to make them think. You know what I mean? Like, damn, I ain't thinking about things from this perspective. Mm-hmm. Damn, I got to rethink how I think about black people because, damn, this dude is a black dude who is in the military, who likes anime, could be fucking bitches, yeah. who had an Asian stepmom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. defy fucking logic. You, yeah. was, you was doing meth. Yeah. In an RV. Yep. You know what I mean? No one thought Mexicans did that. Now look at you. Yeah, you know, it's like... Pioneer. Yeah, yeah pioneer. <laughs> I brought meth to the Mexican hey. world. Nah, yeah, and it's just like a story, like, again, like, I tell it, but it's like, when something is, like, real, I, that was the first time I ever told a story, but it's a true story. Yes, so yes, I, yes. For yes. me to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this material worked out the first time I told it, at the same time, it's like, it's a real fucking story. So whenever I tell it, a motherfucker finna feel it, because it's real. You, you know what I think we both did? I, you, know what I, you know what it is? I think that we brought the emotions of how we were feeling in the moment, mm-hmm. and we gave it to the crowd. Yeah. So, like, that confused, horny, and I'm doing meth, and I got... You made us feel that. You made, like, oh, yeah, I get it. When you got $200 in, your Cal- in California and your dick is... Yeah, yeah, I would do the prostitute. You know what I mean? Like, you made it. You took us through that journey. And even though people wouldn't necessarily make that choice, we're like, we see it through that fucking yeah. lens now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's just dope to see now. As far as, like... Um, well, you say you started comedy in Colorado, but mm-hmm. then I met you here in Chicago. Yes, how, sir. How, how did you end up in Chicago? Um, well, when I... So, when I... I did my first term... We're doing a shot. You know, we still drunk at night out. Of course you have the bedazzle. How do you get the bedazzle one? 
almost threw up. Got the homie Jamal drinking bucanas. He never had that. No, I'm about to start telling the Spanish bras I did. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd be on the bucanas. But I like bucanas. You know, I'd be on the bucanas. Now, how did homie Jamal end up in Chicago? So, um, I, I ended up in Chicago because I finished my first term in the, the Air Force. And um, my, uh, my the, the mother of my first child, she was going to nursing school. First baby mama. First baby mama. Yeah. First baby mama. She was going to nursing school. And by that time, I realized, like, this Air Force shit, the military shit is fucked up. Like, it's not for nothing. We're not fighting real bad guys. It's bullshit. Yeah. But she's like, nigga, I'm going to school. We both can't be in school. You got to re-sign up. But it was like, damn, I realized I was good at stand-up. So I was like, I have to re-sign up. Re-signed up, man. And, um, nigga, what was the question you asked me? I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't I was like, honest. how'd you end up in Chicago? Oh, how'd I end up? So... Basically, long story short, is my daughter lived out here. And even though I love Colorado, I was like, I got to come back home, be a father to my daughter. Um, and the first few years I was out here, I didn't even do fucking stand-up. I was trying to make it work, work with my Mexican wife. We was fighting a lot. All right. Yeah, Mexican my, bitch, you going to fight a lot. Let me, let me tell you something. She, 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 she once took her iPhone, threw it in front of her Ford Focus... Ran it over and backed it over. Oh, she double tapped. Yeah, she double tapped that shit in front of her whole Mexican family. I couldn't do nothing. I was helpless, nigga. You wanted helpless. to give her the yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah, yeah. one two. I just had to. I just had to. I just had yeah. to eat it. I just you you should have hit her with yeah, the yeah, one yeah, two, yeah. or they call it around here yeah, the four yeah. six. I mean, everything she did, I deserve, but she she was violent. You know what I mean? But I get it. Like she she got her whole she got my whole name tattooed on her stomach. Damn, like a cross, like a like, fucking like a cross. Damn, like, like, like that a, shit say fucking thug bro, life on so, Tupac so, Belly. So, so, this she was like my high, she was like my middle school bully. She was my middle school bully, and I didn't see her from middle school. Middle school bully, you got bullied by a bitch, bro. This, this, <laughs> bro, this is why you do comedy. This, this, this is why you this, do, this, bro. This this bitch oh, used God. to beat bitches ass with locks in school. Oh. She was the bad. <laughs> she was the baddest bitch. Ever and she had the fattest ass. I was obsessed with this bitch. I was like, damn, she could knock bitches out and knock the dick out. Oh. This is great. But I was like a nerd, so I, you know what I mean. She was not. So I didn't see her from middle school until twenty five. Two thousand twenty five. No, oh, that's, that's, the that's future. not even. That's not even. Wait, 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 wait. I got ahead of myself. And, and, <laughs> and, and wouldn't that be dope if I just casually was letting that shit out? So like, I I traveled to two thousand twenty five. <laughs> And that shit is lit, but I didn't see her until 25 again. I came out here to see my daughter when I was in the military. It was her birthday, April 22nd. And we were kicking it, me and old girl. I hadn't seen her since middle school. After a week, I told her I loved her. Okay? Yeah, he's like, whoa, he's judging me. Um, two weeks after that, she sent me a picture, and she got my name tattooed on her. Two weeks after that, she quit her job, packed up her a U-Haul. We moved her whole apartment in a Ford Focus. She moved to Colorado. Damn. Yeah. Good dick. Good, bro. Like life changing dick. Honestly, Damn, I learned. You know, I used to be bad at fucking, but my first baby mama told me I was bad at fucking. Mm. And instead of taking offense to it, I was like, Teach me. Teach me. Yeah. Te teach me. <laughs> teach me. Cause like I, you know what I, I hate the phrase um. You can't turn a hole into a housewife. Mm, this is wrong. That's a Ho cap. Holes are the best. Holes are the best house. Honestly, mm -hmm. holes are the best people. Yeah. Because 
You already tried everything. You're here now. This is the end, right? Not, not, not only that, it's like the hoes know how to have fun. Yes. They know how to have intricate conversations. They know how to let loose. If you can get past the insecurity shit, get you a hoe. Oh, for sure. Definitely. 100%. Like, hey, that's, that's my ad. Get you a hoe today. Get you a hoe. 1-800, get you a hoe if yeah, you are looking a for a hoe. Kiss a hoe in the mouth. Ooh, favorites. Yeah, kiss a hole in the mouth. Because mm, when, mm. when, a, when, when a nigga sees you walking hand in hand with his hoe, he gonna talk about you, but he really just jealous. Like, damn, I should have, I should have. How my dick tastes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, nigga. Yeah, great, 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 yeah, great nigga. That y- yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah, you yeah. bad, you yeah, bad. You know what she do uh, to the balls, know, right? We all know what she do to the balls. Yeah, that's my. I'm never into cause I, like. I feel like everybody should have this, this, this mentality. Everybody, we're all on some real shit. One of one. We're, for real, you're the only person like you. You're the only person with your DNA that went through your life experiences. Why would you ever be jealous of another motherfucker? Exactly. If you want to get this, I'm not a Walmart. I'm a specific thing. If you want a Jamal Gushan, you got to come to Jamal Gushan. Yeah. Can't get this. Shit Can't get this else. shit nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it, it, that's what it is, man. Like I said, it, when I, it, tra- it correlates from the stand-up. Like, when you got that pressure, you got that pressure. Yeah, Good yeah. Good dick could do that. You yeah, feel me? yeah. Like, give a fuck about that dude, man. But yeah, man, that's that's amazing. Amazing, amazing <laughs> words from the homie Jamal. Now, let's talk about... We're we, we going to go back to fucking niggas, bitches in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a break from fucking niggas, bitches for a little bit. And then let's talk about the Air Force. Now, you said you were in the Air Force. Yes. You got deployed two different times. Yeah. What is some of the craziest shit you could tell me about the Air Force? Because this is a fun fact. I know I talk shit about the military sometimes. I've been like, got me fucked as, up. As you should, because like, it's a weird group of people. Like, I don't know... Yeah, have y'all watched Game of Thrones? There's a whole bunch of Mexicans. Mm, nah, here. bro, I don't got no, that no, channel. No, no, all right. But I don't have the, 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 you don't have TV? <laughs> How you be watching your novellas? I don't. I don't. It's a new age of Mexicans. Yeah. She got an iPhone. Novellas are old? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm old. TV now. or Apple I watch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I guess, like, the, the, the military, like, it's just an interesting thing because, like, the motherfuckers that be in it it's so fucking like and everybody's got a story everybody's got a reason they did it you know what i mean like this person was living in a podunk town in montana and that's all they ever fucking knew and their dad worked at the fucking hardware store and their mom worked at the hardware store and they wanted to see something different or this person fucking got arrested and they want to fucking not go to fucking jail or this person really loved America and they're crazy and they want to kill people. But that's a very, like, what people don't realize is every job that someone's doing out here, someone's doing in the military. So you be calling niggas murderers, you don't even know who the fuck you're calling a murderer. Like, nigga, you a murderer. Like, I'm an optometrist. The only thing I'm killing is these goddamn eye exams, nigga. I'm a cook, fool. Yeah, I don't, I'm killing there, these there, omelets. There's a gym on base. There's a grocery store on base. There's a bowling alley on base. There's It's just like, Regular fucking life. And it's these young ass people trying to navigate regular ass fucking life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers be 23 with a whole ass family. Why? It's weird. Yeah. You know, so it's a weird little thing, but you grow up fast and you learn like a lot of fucking stories, bro. Yeah. And, and like, I, I'm not sure how you grew up, but we've talked about this here before. Like, uh, a lot of people kind of don't have an option. It's like, Okay, I can't afford college, so I can't go to that. I'm not smart enough to have my college paid for, so I can't do that. But I don't want to be in the streets. I'm not a gangster. I'm not a fucking... The streets life's not what I want, you feel me? So it's like, 
how do I do it? It's like, okay, the military, you serve, then you go to college for free, then you could kind of, you know, they paint yeah. at nights for motherfuckers, especially people that live in poverty, you know what I'm saying? So then they've got heat from that now, but before that's all it was, you know? So I got homies that all was in the reserves or that thought they was finna do it just to go to it's school. It's a hustle. And now it's like, I'm not even in school, I'm not doing school, yeah. now I'm just fucking... In this shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, as far as the Air Force, it's been crazy now. Do you have any experiences or crazy stories while being in the Air Force, maybe hell, deployed or not deployed? Yeah. What do you think the, is a the, story that you'll never forget about that you feel has changed you as a man, bro? As a, all right, so what? what honestly, what changed me as a, a man, like, and I still carry this shit to me, with me to this day, is like, when you're, when you're in Afghanistan, they try to make these people, like, seem like they're your enemies. You might have to literally kill somebody. And when you're confronted with that, that makes you feel weird. Because it's one thing where you're like, you sign up and you're going to school and you're just like, you're stateside. It's like a game. But when you get sent over there, it's on some other shit. And then even if you realize that this shit is a game, you're just doing it for bullshit, it's like, I couldn't not go because then somebody else is going to go. They're going to send somebody. I'm not going to let fucking Fred go in my spot because that's not right. He got a life. He got a, that's not honorable to me. So it was my time to go. I went. And honestly, the, the, one of the main things I fucking realized is like they didn't teach us anything about their people. They just tried to make these motherfuckers seem like animals. These Afghanistan dudes, and I mean it 100%, I'm not trying to be funny. They have like no sense of personal space. They're very loving, touchy. They love dancing. Do you know a lot of these dudes, and I'm not just saying this, they be gay. They, they literally be, like, like in, in their subculture, women are for, like, making a family, and, like, dudes are for pleasure. But you know why they didn't tell us this? Because if they told us that we're fighting gay men, they wouldn't maybe seem as tough or as dangerous. You see how it's a fucking game. Yeah. It's a whole fucking mind game. Every day when I was in Afghanistan, there was this dude, he had a shop on the base. They would let motherfuckers have shops on the base. And his name was Sharif. And I would have tea every day at lunch with Sharif. Every day. Afghanistan dude. Sharif's dad was shopkeeper. My dad was a Marine in the cops. A cop in the Marines. And when I'm talking to this nigga, we're both like 23, 24. We're both risking our lives to fucking like prove to our fathers we're something. This nigga is fucking serving an American in Afghanistan at a shop to like to keep his dad's legacy going. I'm in Afghanistan. I'm funny as shit. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. I'm in Afghanistan to prove to my dad I'm tough. And you should just realize like, damn, I'm risking my life for he's risking his life for what? What are we actually fucking doing this for? Yeah. For fucking nothing. And I had tea with that dude every day. And to, to meet somebody who's 24, we don't look alike. We don't listen to the same. We don't know nothing alike. And for us to have that fucking connection, like, bro, that, that shit got me through. Having tea with that dude every fucking day got me through, man. Because some motherfuckers do not come back. You see, bro, war is the nastiest shit you can see. It's the nastiest part of humanity. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 uh, I, the last, not the last guest. Well, yeah, actually, he is one of the last official guests that I had. He was in the army. Uh, he was deployed as well. He mm. was actually in, uh, Iraq and mm. Baghdad. 
So uh, a similar story. He he talks about that. You know that you they make you look at these people like they're nobody really. So then you get into the mentality like, well, fuck it. If we got to take them out, we got to take them out. And he, he, you know, shout out to Endure, but he talked about a lot, a lot about a PTSD and how even the kids in Chicago now are almost having a similar mentality to what a U.S. you know military man has because sometimes these people come around. And they may kill one of your guys, and now you, in your head, you're like, I gotta get these motherfuckers. This is a feeling of revenge, a feeling, a very unique feeling that you don't feel unless you're at war, you know? And then it, it basically uncovers a different side of you, a side that you never even knew existed. And, and these people in Chicago that live there now sometimes tap into that same mentality because it's like, well, that dude, it doesn't even matter about gangs no more. It's like, that dude killed my cousin, and now I'm gonna kill one of his. It, it's worse here because Afghanistan. At least we had Kevlar vests. I was strapped up with two guns. It was direct. direct. I I know what it is. I'm getting deployed here for six months to fight. In the south side of Chicago or Aurora, wherever you at, have... Bro, you at home. You watching cartoons. Somebody shoot up your shit. Kids are fucking dumb. You know what I mean? Like, And what really shook me about... And this is kind of why I'm doing the special too. What really shook me about Afghanistan is like... I'm getting deployed to Afghanistan, but Sharif was living there. You feel me? Like, I was there for six months, and then I left, like, like on some experience shit. That nigga was living that shit every fucking day. There was kids living that shit every fucking day. So for us to be like, America's not great, you know what I mean? Especially, like, as minorities, a lot of our parents come from other fucking places, come from third world countries. They came here to give our, us a fucking shot. You know what I mean? For us to be like, America's not great. Like, no, we should claim this shit. Yeah. Fuck white people. Like, this is our shit. Yeah. Our parents came here to give us a shot. For us to not fucking claim this shit as ours is cowardly to me. Yeah, that's one of the things, too, when, like, uh, people were uh, people were uh, basically going back and forth with, like, when Trump was in office, they were like, oh, well, you know, fuck America, and this is bogus, and did you... Instead of crying about it, it's like, fuck that white dude. Take the fucking flag. Wave the flag yeah. yourself. Like, yeah, this is my shit to, now. To, to, like when I Fuck tell black you, people you know? I'm doing a, a special on the fourth, and I'm like, "Hey, the code." They're like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "No, black folks like this country is ours more than anybody's. We built this shit. The culture is ours. They use our slant. Like, own it. Why are you letting that white dude with a dirt bike and the monster hat say he's the ultimate American? No, nigga, I'm the American dream. I'm yeah. what America looks like. Be, I'm, we're in. We're trying to do a hard thing." Nigga, you go to fucking, you go to, you go to Mexico, you go to Holland, you go to fucking New Zealand. Everybody is homogeneous. Everybody looks the same. Everybody worships around the same religion. They have the same beliefs. We're trying to mix a whole bunch of niggas who don't have the same beliefs, the same religion, don't look alike. It's all different sizes ass in America. Yeah. Japanese got one size of ass. <laughs> one size for real. One size of ass in Japan. There's all sorts of different bitches here. I ain't never seen a fat Japanese. <laughs> There's all sorts for real. Like, we're trying to do a hard thing here. Mm-hmm. And we're a young country, so let us do the fucking hard thing. Yeah. Don't be a coward and fucking, oh, fuck America, buy in. If you're a real patriot, you criticize this country, you buy in, and you try to fucking change it. Yeah. Yeah, try to change it for sure because I ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah, where 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 am I to go? Like, even black people, like, I love being black, but being black and American is a 
is a specific thing. If I go to fucking African, Africa, I'm not African. If I go to even, I'm Haitian. My last name is Guichon. I'm ha- my my dad is from there. I'm still not Haitian. When, when, I, when I'm playing samurai games, it's Guichon. Guichon, yeah, yeah. We got another guest yeah. in the building, Medea. <laughs> shit, and somebody get her a mic. <laughs> but you know, but being a Black American is a specific thing. And that's what I bought into. And like on some real shit, my mom still don't got a green card. Mine neither. My she, mom still don't. She's still out here without a green. You think she came over here for me to not rep America, nigga? Right, right. You think she fucking risking her shit for me to not rep? The, no, Space Force, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. We got to be the change, and we got to stay. We're here to stay. Fuck it. I ain't going back to my country, quote unquote. Yeah. Fuck that. You get you the, the American dream. I am. You know, I am the product of what this country produced. You feel me? Now we're a mixture. We're the like you said. We're the only country where you come in and a motherfucker from everywhere. Yeah. How you from everywhere, motherfucker? Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It is that. Now, uh, now I appreciate you letting me know that because again, you. Your comedy and even you, the way you speak it now, we're having a real deep conversation that we've never had before. Just, uh, again, it focuses on changing people's perspective. Like, instead of you coming and telling me a story about, man, one time we went over and shot up these fucking Afghanis, you're telling me this story, like this dude you drank tea with. Just the way he changed your perspective of everything, I mean, it kind of sets where your mind is at and, and where everybody else's mind should be at, you know? now, I appreciate um, that, bro. Yeah, now as far as like comedy now, you're in the comedy game, about to drop a special, you're a mm-hmm. hot comic in the city, you're doing all the clubs. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you're somebody that I look, like I said, I'm not cool with too many comedians, you're only the third co- professional, you're only the third comedian I've ever had on here, you feel Man, me? that's an honor, we're, we're 101 episodes in, so. Honor. So shit, you know, one yeah, of three, so, nigga. Exactly, shit. one <laughs> of three, so I only have motherfuckers on here that I, I'm a fan of, that I really fuck with, so I definitely yeah. fuck with you now. Being in comedy, doing shows more often than not, like this. Just today, if we want to speak about this incident today, and then it will touch on it will touch on another incident if it's happened before. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to ask you. The next question was: Have you ever experienced anything crazy while doing comedy, like people trying to check you, or maybe just a drunk motherfucker acting out? Um, but before we touch on that, let's talk about what happened today at the at the eight p.m. show. Yeah, yeah, at the eight p.m. show. Um, you could talk I, about I, that. I'm I'm very much like my my Instagram is called Real American Bad Guy, and I very much I feel like fit that persona. Um, today at the 8 p.m. show, there was a white lady like talking, and I lit into her ass, and she did not appreciate that shit whatsoever. She wanted to write a letter to the manager. She wanted to write a three-page letter to the manager. Um, she was not having it, but like I just told her and told other people, like, you just got to say what you want to say. You know what I mean? Like, I'm out here to have fun. I'm out here. I'm not out here to um, do what necessarily you want me to do. I'm out here to, like, please myself, to challenge myself. Um, I I told this one joke. I said, I'm a racist, and I'm racist against robots. And this black chick tried to come up to me and tell me that I shouldn't say that I'm racist because black people shouldn't say that they're racist. And I lit into that bitch with her boyfriend right there. Fuck that bitch. There's nothing better than lighting into a bitch with her boyfriend right there. Because, yeah. like, he's looking at you disrespecting his bitch, and then you're looking at him like, you're not going to get me. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna stop me. Like I'm doing, I'm doing the hands and everything. Yeah. I'm doing the disrespectful hands like and stupid everything. Stupid bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling your bitch ugly, fat. Yeah, fat. Dumb. Yeah, her braids is crusty. I'm saying all sorts of shit. Your armpits stink, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your outfit don't match. Oh, you know, what I mean? shirt was long as yeah, shit yeah, for yeah, no yeah, reason. Yeah. Your First pussy look dry. Dry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got some dry ramen noodle pussy. Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> 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 Before. You put the water in. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Uh, you can feel who, that. Who got that dry ass you personality? You ever jump in a pool with no water? Goddamn. Who got that dry ass personality? You you ever? Personality? Yeah. Okay. Like you, though, like it has to be physical. Like you. No, no. I know. I know. I know. I know whose whose pussy might be a little wet before I fuck him. First of all, fat bitches pussy always be wet. Number one and four. First and foremost, you feel me? Fat, hey, 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 grease, bro. Hey, 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 not hey. the grease, bro. Ooh, he hating. He fat, hating. fat girls be going. I love fat girls, man. I love, you, love, 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 love. I'm a fat girl myself. When, 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 when fat girls give you head, they suck your dick like that's the last dick on. That's it. Yeah. Like, like it's the finale. Yeah, they got to make it count. It's kind of like me when I eat pussy. I'm like, I know the dick ain't all that, so I'm going to make it count right here. First half, I'm going to get them. They might get me in the fourth quarter, but I'm going to get them on the first half. You feel I, me? Thank you. Hey, thank you for saying that, brother. Yeah. That That is also my offensive strategy. Yeah. When, when, you, when you fuck a new bitch... A new bit. You don't. You don't know how she likes the dick. You don't know how you. you I. 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 I go downtown, and you got. If you make her come once, then you can fuck her how you want to fuck her yeah. now. Cause yeah. we both got one. Right. But you know what I mean. We both yeah. got one. Cause she might like some strange shit. You know what I mean? She might be like, talk to me in the SpongeBob voice. You know what I mean? And you, and you don't got the SpongeBob voice on you right. tonight. You gotta talk to her in the Patrick voice. Yeah. Pause. Pause. The, the SpongeBob voice? Yeah. I had a crazy one. Go ahead. You go first and then I'll go. Because I had one that. He has everybody had that. Not the SpongeBob. I've had some strange shit. Not the SpongeBob voice, though. Yeah, not the SpongeBob voice. I had a crazy one, too. But go ahead. Tell your crazy one and then I'll do one. Okay. I think, yeah. I think the craziest shit is like when bitches want you to like beat them up like. Oh, my fighting. God, bro. That's what I got to tell you. With, like, 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 I don't know you, white lady. Right. You know bitch. what I mean? Y'all know y'all be pressing charge. And it's always. I got a fucking case, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a white chick that want you to fucking choke them up and right. beat them up like motherfucking. You know what yeah. I mean? Punch me in the motherfucking back of the neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? as, as hard as you can. You know what I mean? Think, picture me like Trump. You know, and I'm like, oh my, do I do it? Like, I do hate you. You know what I mean? No, dude, I'm telling you. Tell, t tell me your personal story that you've experienced or something weird shit like that, and I'll tell you one. The, let me think. The weirdest thing I've experienced. Um, you know what? I I had I had a um a weird. I told I told a story of me fucking um a chick that was on ketamine at the at the show. But, but I had another ketamine incident with another white. Another yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a white comedian. Um, she's known for being crazy. Okay, but like you ever, we we all been here. Y'all ever been chasing some pussy or some dick for a while? Mm. And then it's like finally about, and you're like, I gotta do it because I'm just curious. Yeah, it's like that. I'm not even like the biggest J Cole fan. I ain't gonna lie to you, but that one lyric where he's like. This has got to be the longest crush ever. If I ever get the fuck, it's going to be the longest yeah, nut ever. Yeah, it's like you just got to... You just... You got to see what it's up. 
you gotta see what it's about. So is that the beginning of the pandemic? The the the, the liquor the liquor um the liquor curfew is at nine. I, I I she's like I'm about to cook you some dinner. I've been fucking for like a week, yeah. right? She's like I'm about to cook you some dinner. I'm like damn, we about to have a good ass time. I go over there and she says um she says I want to have a different kind of sex. Mm. And that kind of scares me when a white woman tells you I want to have a different kind of sex. Like you want me to dress up like Django? Like what, <laughs> what kind of what kind of what are you trying to do here? <laughs> My, uh, you know, with the, every time somebody says different kind of sex, the only thing that comes to my mind, you ever seen that dude where they put the whole leather suit on him and he can't even breathe? Like, he just he looked like he's stuck in a condom and shit. Like, yeah, yeah like, that's my bi- I'm fucking, I'm a fucking claustrophobic. Like, don't, I mean, first of all, I don't even think they make garbage bags that big, but don't put me in no shit like that. Fuck out of here, but yeah, I, right. I, and I don't like know what you mean. Mm-hmm. So then she makes some shit. We start eating dinner. And one of my best friends is Dan Garcia. Mm-hmm. Shout out Dan He's Garcia. Puerto Rican and Mexican, but like he mainly acts white. Mm, like he course. dates nothing but white women. Mm-hmm. His dad's a judge. Oh, he white as yeah, fuck. Yeah, he's white as shit. <laughs> so she tells me, she like, and mind you, like, she, like I, I've been drinking. I did some dabs. I ate this white lady's food. I don't know what's in it. All right. Yeah, raisins for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, um, she's like, you know, Dan, he's a known racist. What? This nigga been my nigga for three years. I don't slept on Dan's phone time. You know what I mean? Like this, this my, this my homie. Right. You just finding out. Yeah, yeah. She tells me this, but she says it in a mad, convincing way, and her titties are out. Gotta believe her. Yeah, yeah. Gotta believe her. Yeah. Then after she says this, she lays on my chest like she didn't just say my best friend was racist. Oh, right. Oh, oh. So then I get nervous. I let her lay on my chest. She act like she sleep. I go to the fucking door and I cannot get out the door. And I'm nervous. Like, you ever be fucking trying to unlock and lock a door? I'm on the fifth floor and I'm like, do I fucking shimmy out this bitch? Yeah, like, I, I can't jump out wake the window. this bitch up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's like, he's a... So I just left her there on the fucking ketamine. And then for the next three weeks, she made um podcast about me. Yeah, she made podcast about me, sent them out to the Chicago comedy community. Damn. Um, Toxic. Yeah, yeah, that's the last white comedian I, I fuck with. Damn. So when you when you a white female comedian, you wonder why you can't get no dick. Just she no, you it. blacklisted from the blacklist yeah. dick, bitch. <laughs> and I need to know the name after the show. But now, hey. uh, no, dude, this is kind of a funny story, and it has to do with the podcast. Today, you heard me tell a story on stage about Honey Bun Bay. Hey. So that's a story that I've told before on the podcast. That's why people, the reason that the story came up on the show was because people from the audience were yelling out ideas. Some people, shout out to the homegirl, Iran and Alondra were there from the podcast. The, I mean, sorry, they listened to the podcast. They were there at the show. They were like, talk about Honey Bun Bay. So Honey Bun Bay, you know, there's this shorty who I told you, I told the story before, like she came through, busted down a whole bunny, honey bun. And like, <laughs> I, and like I said, I, I, I tell these stories. I don't drop nobody's name. I just think they're funny. Of course. I think they're right. funny. Funny not to talk. Now, I feel like people sometimes take it like, oh, well, you're talking about her because she's fat 
Or no, 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 no. Like I, these are funny experiences that I've experienced. I'm talking about her because she's different. Yeah, she she's different, and I want to. Yeah, that no one no, else. No about. bitch that ever came to my apartment and just fucked and left has ever got talked about on stage. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? It gotta be the one that stand out, and this was the girl that stand that stood special out. Special place in your heart. Wow, whoa, whoa, wait. <laughs> it might be the bottom part the, of your heart. But yeah, the special, darkest. exactly. <laughs> special, special place for show, man. And uh, anyway, this shorty, um. Not to follow up or, you know, not to keep the shorty in my business. But, you know, like I said, I told this, I told the story before. I talked about, like, she be coming through sometimes. You feel me? Sometimes you you single life. You feel me? You, yeah. I'm 25. You know, we live in the single life doing shows. I mean, like, you know how that shit get. Like, it's just fun. Ripping and running. Fun, fun, fun. Like, I can't imagine being in a relationship or even less married or being a comedian because I like to be out. Like, we just did two shows. Hard. We did two shows. Now you're in my apartment. We're doing a podcast. It's about to be 2 a.m. Like, ain't nobody finna tell us shit. You feel me? Like, yeah. we doing our own thing. So, uh, anyway, so... This shorty, uh, like I said, I've told the story before. You just heard it, so you know how she is. Mm-hmm. She, she busted down that honey bun in here. Anyways, she um, she, she was trying to come to the show and shit, and I was just like, damn, hold up. Like, I don't know. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know who all finna be there. <laughs> you know, because you know motherfuckers be on it. But anyway, so um, this shorty, she came through my crib, man, not too long ago. I'm not gonna finna say when, but she came through my crib not too long <laughs> Not too long ago. She bro. knows and, when. And, and we're talking about this weird stuff, you feel me? Like, this weird stuff, and I never had... Like I said, you'll never know her name. You'll never know this girl. I'll never speak of her identity. I just tell these stories anonymous so people can laugh with me and have some fun. Like I said, I'm not making fun of her. It's just the situation was, to me, it threw me off. I'm not making fun of what she likes. It's just like, what? Yeah, like, what? Yeah. Let me, and I still did it. I got yeah. used to it and I did it. You feel me? Like, I ain't finna, I don't do that. Hell no, I'm a real motherfucker. I'm finna fuck regardless. Yeah. Give a fuck. But <laughs> anyway, shit. All right. You want me to put on the fucking Chuck E. Cheese outfit? The fucking Let's go. Right out. I'll fuck you, man. Anyway, so she came through like on Wednesday or something. She came through right this week, and she we we in the living room. My homie JV, shout out my homie JV. That's why we're not on YouTube this week, but he's in Mexico right now. Hey. So so we're doing just audio today. Anyway, my homie in Mexico, so I'm in my apartment, dolo solo. I'm like fuck it, I might as well fuck in the living room. So I called Shorty. I'm like, hey man, come through. I, I wasn't sure if she was gonna come through because like I said, I did release that podcast. I was like, <laughs> if she listened, it's over it's with. Dead. But she was like, yeah, 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 whatever, pulled up or whatever on me. And then, like we said, we're talking about these crazy shit that people like and that we're not used to, you feel Mm -hmm. me? So she tells me, like, oh, like, you know what BDSM is or whatever. And I've heard of it. Yeah, of course I know what it is, you feel me? I'm like, yeah, 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 what's up, you know? She's like, well, like, she's like, I like when you, like, uh... Like choke me and shit, and I'm like, okay, cool. That's and it's like I said, it's not rare. Yeah, you feel me? You fucking you lay some pipe, you grab a bitch by the neck, she gonna, you know, she gonna lock up just Mm -hmm. like you said. Exactly, (laughs) you feel me? So it's whatever. But then she's like, no, like I'm like, okay, cool. Like I got you. You know, I fucking ah, I grab your neck, shorty. But she was like, ah, chokeslam that. No, but she she was like, nah, like I want you to pretend to be my father, and I want you to punish me. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking? I, I don't even got kids. How do I yeah. do that? She's like, yeah, just like pretend you're like like my dad, and like punish me. And, and I'm like, what? Like I've never. What? What? Oh, go look at the fucking wall. I, I was <laughs> go like, in the corner. I was like, dude, my dad used to take his belt off and beat the fuck out yeah, of me yeah, yeah, yeah. every time I didn't do he wa- something that like, like he wanted. Like I said, he wasn't making me suck his dick, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you don't want to suck my dick. Here's my belt. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. But I'm saying like if I didn't clean my home or whatever, yeah, yeah. I got the beatings. And, it, and it, it's cool. I, I appreciate that shit because like 
help me a little bit. You feel me? <laughs> but like, I'm like, girl, I ain't, like, I'm not, I'm not that guy. Yeah, like, I can't discipline you're, you're, you all You ever the seen way. that TikTok yeah. where he's like, trust me, pal, you're not that guy. Yeah, 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 you're not the guy. You're not the guy, buddy. I, I, I was like, you're talking to me. I'm not that guy. Yeah. Like, shorty, I'm not finna. What? And then we, 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 like, not to get too specific, we go to the bedroom and shit, you know what I'm saying? We kick it in. And, and she, like, goes to turn to the wall, puts the blanket over herself. And I'm like, oh, like, she's tired. Yeah, she's so, go, yeah, yeah. She won't go to sleep. You know, I ain't that motherfucker that be like, yeah, come on. Suck my dick. Come yeah. on. What's going on? No, if as much as I want to be that guy, I'm not that guy. I'm, you're not that guy, Pat. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, whatever. You know, let me, I'll lay down. We get some fucking sleep, whatever. She came through. We kicked it, you know, whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to knock out, man. And Shorty's like, oh, so you're going to go to sleep? I was like, what are you talking about? You're looking at the wall. You got your back to me. Like, that shit over. You feel me? Like, you knocked out. You obviously you don't want shit else to do. She's like, nah, but you got to pretend that I'm asleep. And you got to come and snatch the blanket. And then you got, I'm like, whoa. Like, I, I, I'm a comedian. First of yeah. all, I ain't no actor, bitch. She, she was like, I would love for you to catch a charge on this person. Yeah, I'm like, bitch. That would, that's what would turn me on. Yeah, you, and I was just, you, and you, I mean, you like I said, like to catch a charge. Like, like I appreciate that shit, and I fuck with that shit, and like I said, eventually it got done. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I ain't no. Bitch. I, I made him sign a waiver. Right, I was just like, okay, sign this NDA. We ain't never gonna speak about this. Let yeah. me see your phone. We gonna lock it up. But it was just like, a, it was just like, it throws you off guard when you leave sure. this experiences. You feel me? But regardless of that, I mean, it's life. You feel me? And like I said. I'm just saying this story because it's fucking crazy and shit like that. Now, um, real quick before we wrap up, like I said, we kind of, I mean, I feel like we didn't even fucking peel a fucking slice of this fucking like story. And I feel like you got so much in you. But we that's why, that's the good Talk, thing about yeah, this podcast. Yeah. You'll come back. Hell yeah. Now, when, when, when the My podcast brother. is about to drop, I mean, sorry, when your special is about to drop, we'll have you come back. We'll do like a little press. So then next time you come out here and do a show with me in, in Aurora, yeah. whether it's independent or it's at a club. We can get the people out. Yeah, people know exactly know who the, the fuck you is. are. Like I said, I don't promote bullshit on this podcast. If you're a funny motherfucker, you're a real motherfucker, and I fuck with what you got going on, I'm going to put you on here. Appreciate Hopefully my that, people bro. fuck with you. And, and, and like I said, I appreciate you for all the opportunities you've given me and the ones you keep giving me and shit. I'm a, like... Like I said, I, like, I, I never told you this in person, but like I know every time that you had me at Zany's, I, I, I was like, fuck, I know I'm funnier, I can do better, but you still had me back. And you're lying, your... bro. I already see that you're lying. It's nothing. No. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, and then today we got to see, like, yeah, like, yeah you feel You pushed like, me, nigga. Yeah, you made yeah. Me, you, you got me better today. You gave me new material because you were so fucking great. Yeah. What else can I fucking ask for? Yeah, and, and low-key, one of those things, bro, I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. Like I said, I'm not out here trying to, like, Oh, like you can I impress you? That no, 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 it ain't none of that bullshit. Like I'm just saying, like, like to me, it was also a part of it, me being able to let you know, like, look, bro, I know you fuck with me on Insta. I know we send each other messages. You're gonna have me on your special, but I also want to show you, like, I'm not on here putting up pictures every other week yeah, or stories. I'm a real comedian. Like, yeah, like I, I, I want this. you to know, like, yeah. I, I, like I, I do this shit for real. And like I said, you see people that fuck with me, but I've seen people that fuck with other people and they'll fill a place up and then eat dicks. Hell yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want to be that motherfucker. Nah, and, bro, and I you, feel like I was that motherfucker you when literally you... literally brought something out of me today. Yeah, so I was what like, I want to show you, I like... fucking ask? That's a successful day. Yeah, and I was like, I want to show him. I want to let him know, like, we... Like, I, I, like I'll show you why motherfuckers fuck with me, and I feel like I didn't get the opportunity before. Maybe because his name, because the Zanies is a big fucking like I told people before. Like it's it's something that we all have the same goal. So we look at these clubs, even though sometimes you're already in the club. You yeah. have your own show called 
Sunday Social now. Yeah, the Sunday Social. Checking us out every Sunday at nine. Zany. Yeah, so you produce you produce your own show there. You're filming your special. You got your foot in the door. And like me, I'm still getting in there. But it's like I want to do good. I want to impress these people. And then so doing mid when you had me was kind of like fuck. Yeah. So yeah. tonight, like my people have seen me do good. You know. Yeah, yeah. But it was more to show you too. Like, nah, look, I, bro. Like, bro, like I, I was like, I've check this out. In you from the first time I saw you, and like I said, a lion recognizes a lion. You don't ever. I love that we push each other, but you don't ever have nothing to prove to me because you were proved it the first time I saw you before I even fucking knew your fucking name or your podcast I was like this nigga is dope you continue to be dope you keep it taking it to new heights you push me and that's what we want oh, yeah. iron sharpens iron bro yeah likewise likewise for sure man now uh, where can my people find you at and what do you have to promote um find me at the real American bad guy on Instagram that's where I be most of the fucking time the real American bad guy real American bad guy on Instagram real American bad guy um, the thing I got to promote this July 4th, if you're not doing anything, it's a Sunday, man. Get your fucking barbecue and fireworks done on Friday and Saturday. Come see me and Ken on Sunday, Zanies, 6 p.m. We're trying to sell this bitch out. Use the code America for discounted tickets. Let me show you what a fucking Patriot and American is all supposed to be about, man. Let me show you what America and the story of America is supposed to be about with the people I got on this lineup. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I appreciate you having me, man. I can't wait to work with you and make each other better, man. And fuck it, we're going to be... Like, I feel like we're there's already a scene and, like, the legends and the people that are regulars at the club we're next and all up. this. It's the next class. I feel like we, we're the next class, bro. Like, we up there, you know, with the rest of these yeah. motherfuckers and, like... It's only motherfuckers that's gonna make the cut, and I feel like we're definitely in that motherfucking supply pressure, people. Bro. Yes, sir. Splash, splash, splash brothers. Splash brothers, hey. all summer, man. Make sure to come to Zany's July fourth for the homie special. Make sure to be on it when it comes out. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you for Thank killing you, tonight, bro. bro. Appreciate you, man. Y'all fuck with him. There's been too skinny, man. The homie Jamal, hey. real American bad guy on Instagram. You guys have a great week. Bye bye.